Hey, beautiful souls, it's Mickey Sachiko. There's no one size fits all approach to wellness. That's why there's this podcast, so we can all explore different lessons and find out what may work for you and maybe your loved ones too. And we call this Wellnessable, or wellness is possible. I mean, anything is possible if we put in the work. So, enough about the intro and let's learn together. Hey, beautiful souls, it's Mickey Sachiko, and we're back for another episode. As you all know, 2021 was uh, was tough for all businesses. And obviously, a lot of people, a lot of employees are either surviving a pandemic or have survived COVID or maybe their mental health have been challenged. I mean, I don't think there's one person on earth who can say that they were not impacted by this crisis. And obviously that uh, that also affected our overall well-being. And that is why experts talk about the importance of taking care of your employees because it is the right thing to do, right? And it's because it's the right thing to do for your companies bottom line as well. So let's not underestimate the power of wellness. But wellness is powerful. And here at Wellnessable, we truly believe that wellness is possible. And that is why I'm so grateful to have Dr. Jensen as one of our business partners in delivering customized and meaningful holistic health webinars for our corporate clients. Doc Jensen, hi. Hello, Mickey. Glad to be here. Uh, hello, everyone, to, uh, to to our listeners as well. Awesome. So before we dive in into the awesome things that uh, we are going to talk about today, Dr. Jensen, I just wanted to, uh, you know, share with our listeners because one of my favorite things that I have learned when I was studying or and doing my research in health coaching is that wellness or well-being shouldn't be episodic uh, or like an ad hoc well-being intervention that it's not about you know um recharge because you got burned out it's like a continuous journey that we have to do every day and has to do it like in a sustainable way because there will be times that we're gonna fall down right but in a nutshell we all know for a fact and i'm sure dr jensen can provide more insights on this too that when we are healthy we feel at our best we are happier we're more productive you know we're more uh, creative even and obviously that will increase engagement productivity of uh, of us and in the workplace so i really believe that investing in in health is a is a foundation of any strategy for both personal success and a sustainable definition of of business success as well. So Dr. Jensen and I have teamed up to deliver uh, exciting, interactive, and tailor-fitted webinars for our corporate clients. And one of the most common things that we get asked about, and I'm sure this is one of, um, actually Doc, you mentioned this before, that metabolic health is one of your favorite topics. So it's so it's something that really resonates uh, a lot as well to our corporate clients. So today I wanted to ask Dr. Jensen uh, a couple of things that a lot of people have been, you know, scratching their head about, about this whole metabolic health spectrum. So Doc, 
would you like to give us uh, an overview on why you know what 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 is it in the first place why is it important and and give us as well like a a, a bit of talk why is it that other people have good metabolic health and others don't uh, okay actually um, the, the 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 points that you just said are really correct no? um, health should be proactive and not reactive um, health is uh, well you're going to be living in, in your body for the rest of your life right i mean all of us have only one body so um, health for that matter is uh is lifetime so to speak no so um it should not be uh, reactive when you get sick that is the only time you seek uh, uh medical help it should be proactive um, not only you are trying to you know um seek for help when you get sick but also you try to prevent uh, yourself from getting sick as well right so um for that matter for me health should be uh, proactive and it's it's a lifestyle okay so um to give you an idea you know the top 10 the top 10 causes of death globally um, are okay, number one is ischemic heart disease ischemic heart disease is um, just uh, the medical term for heart attack okay heart attack why because uh, a blood vessel that is supplying your heart muscle got blocked okay number two um, cause of death globally is stroke or cerebrovascular disease. It's the same. Uh, it's basically the same disease process. A blood vessel that is supplying your brain got blocked. Okay. Um, another thing. Um, another disease that has been crippling uh, a lot of people, both health and financially, is cancer. Cancer is something that is uh, you know once you get diagnosed with. It's a death sentence, okay? And it's not just uh, simply, you know, knowing that your time here on Earth is limited. It's also a burden to uh, to the family because of the immense financial burden. Um, another one is diabetes, okay? So diabetes is uh, something that is rooted in lifestyle. It's not just genetic. Now, um, these are just some of the uh, diseases that is... Uh, uh, that is causing the most number of deaths globally. And these, the same diseases, are happening also in our country. The top 10 diseases globally and the top 10 causes of, uh, the top 10 causes of death globally and the top 10 causes of death here in the Philippines is very similar. So, um, what can we learn from that? Basically, people are dying from the same, uh, the same diseases, the same disease processes. So, um, these diseases are lifestyle related. So, if they are lifestyle related, Meaning they are what preventable. <laughs> so it's it's rooted in how we live, in the food we eat, our, our physical activity, our uh, sleeping habits, our how we form relationships, um, whether or not we use substances, uh, are we do we have vices, um, those things, no, those things, and uh, of course how we handle stress as well. So um, these factors have great have a great uh, influence in the well-being of each individual. Now, of course, in the perspective of businesses, uh, business owners, no investors, shareholders would want the business to be productive. Now, a business that is productive um, should have what? Uh, efficient employees, employees who are productive as well, okay? Employees who are not getting sick. 
So um, it all boils down to to, to uh, yeah, the, the health, uh, the health and the uh, and well-being of each uh, individual. Now, how do we go about this? Yeah, it's easier said than done. So um, there are a lot of uh, um, information also that is available in the internet. Um, a lot of plenty of schools of thought. Uh, to give you an example, one is advocating a uh, low-carb, high-fat diet, and another one is advocating uh, uh, a plant-based diet. So um, we have conflicting ideas, conflicting principles. So as as the patient, who do I believe? It's really very confusing. Now um, we, of course, me and, uh, and you, Miki. So what we are going to, uh, what we are trying to to achieve here is that to give the correct message, the a science-based and evidence-based uh, uh, message so that patients would be guided on who to follow, what to follow. Um, yeah, basically to be educated and also, of course, uh, coach them, uh, teach them on how they can implement these lifestyle changes amidst their day-to-day activities. So, um, yeah, I think... Um, that's uh, pretty much it. <laughs> I love that. And yes, you're absolutely correct on that because not everyone, you know, not everyone will commit to uh, the same type of approach to eating, right? So I believe that it's really important that you, we look beyond um, the plate and really dive deeper into, you know, their lifestyle, their preferences. Um, their background, looking at them uh, as the uh, as a whole person, and how do you go about that in a group setup? Right, it's gonna be tricky, and that is the reason why it's important to create virtual experiences to have that kind of atmosphere wherein they'll be able to know, okay, what what can work for me as an individual, and uh, and you know help them in that in their journey in crafting that holistic health and you know um for for for, for them to succeed as an individual and as a as an employee for whatever company they're working for so yeah i'm super thrilled of all the you know the the, the ideas and the um workaround and the tips that we are going to be sharing to these awesome people eventually. Now, my other question to you, Doc, uh, I'm just wondering, because some other people have, um, you know, very slow metabolism for some reason, and then some others have, for some reason, have a very quick metabolism, like just in a very short, uh, you know, form of answer. What, what, why do you think that is? Okay, um, there are disease processes that might be happening. So people can have hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism uh, as well. No? So basically the main function of thyroid, of the thyroid is to control metabolism. So um, if a person has a hyperthyroidism, that person would have a very, very fast metabolism. Um, that person can eat all the buffet, all the buffet he or she wants and she won't get, get fat, okay? That's hyperthyroidism. Um, on the other spectrum, hypothyroidism is where the function of the thyroid gland is so slow. And um, there are, uh, the, the thyroid is not producing enough thyroid hormones, no? So the body slows down, the metabolic process slows down. And as you know, if you don't burn enough fuel, uh, it gets stored as fat. Okay, so these people are typically on the heavy side. 
and uh, everything no not really everything about them no but um, their disposition is a little bit slower to other people they would talk relatively slower they would move relatively slower they would um, react relatively slower okay so these people are are those who have hypothyroidism now if um, everything else is normal a person really does not have any diseases then the metabolism would depend on the age and the genes of a person now if you have um, if you were if you have a good no, not really good genes but um, in your family everyone's metabolism is fast then Chances are you won't um, get fat easily um, uh, when you eat, no. And also, uh, yeah, you, your metabolism would also be, you know, faster. Um, on the other hand, uh, age is uh, very much a factor. Actually, age is the number one uh, non-modifiable risk factor um, in terms of metabol uh, in terms of metabolism because as we age, our metabolism slows down. So our metabolism when we were a kid, when we were teenagers, right? It's not the same as uh, our metabolism right now. And in the future, once we get older, our metabolism will um, significantly uh, be slower as well. And uh, the metabolism also depends on the physical activity, your day-to-day uh, uh, activities, what you're doing. Um, for example, Uh, an office worker would have a significantly slower metabolism than uh, someone who is out there on the streets uh, working, walking. Um, a messenger, a messenger who you know goes to different companies delivering you know um, packages, letters. Um, the the metabolism of an MMBA officer, for example, or, or a police officer, for that matter who is out there on the street standing under the heat of the sun you know directing traffic versus who, someone who's uh, seated the whole day okay so it also boils down to our you know our physical activity and also our diet as well um, if you eat um, a, rel- a relatively low ca- uh, calories no? um, your diet is composed of uh, foods which are really low in calories then your metabolism would adapt to the calories that you're that you're uh, eating so if the calories are, are are low then the body won't have to work as much to burn all of those so metabolism also slows down for that matter right so um, that's basically the the gist of it <laughs> i appreciate you giving a yeah a summer summarized idea about that question because i i feel like a lot of people have that in their heads <laughs> for a long time so Obviously, there are there's more to it, but that is that in a nutshell. And for for the listeners as well who are wondering, okay, why is it important that I invest in metabolic uh, health, right? And I I gotta say that how, like for you, like specifically, because I know you love advocating for holistic health, and you love you you are you're into plant based diet, right? Um, not as a professional, uh, like uh, answer to the the importance of metabolic health, but for you personally, how does it help you? Uh, you know, in a personal level, I'm curious. Oh, okay. Uh, so what I teach patient is basically the evidence 
based way of uh, you know how to reverse diseases um, by changing their lifestyle. So me on a personal level, I also apply what I teach. So I walk the talk, so to speak. So I prescribe a plant-based diet. I follow a plant-based diet uh, personally. Now, uh, me as a physician, so my work is uh, really stressful, especially now in uh, currently here uh, during this pandemic. So. A lot of patients, um, I really don't have any downtimes in between uh, consultations. Um, whenever I, I, I rest, it's just uh, a few hours. But um, I try to keep my mental health uh, intact as well so I don't uh, bring work at home. So that is my you know, boundaries. So I set boundaries as well. Um, I work six days a week. So I, I leave my Sundays uh for leisure only and uh, that is i think that is uh, one way how i keep work life balance <laughs> you know so that i don't get burnt out yeah oh, because, like because burnout is uh yeah mm-hmm. burnout is really a very significant uh you know a factor in the health of employees nowadays especially uh when the pandemic was just starting uh what was just starting now nowadays i think a lot of people have been able to adapt no so aside from that um, in terms of my the food that, that that i eat so why am i following a plant-based diet um, it's basically because a plant-based diet is the only diet that has been proved to reverse heart disease uh actually reverse diabetes and cancer certain types of cancer as well no? so that's why i follow it um it's going to be very hypocritical if I prescribe a plant-based diet to my patients and I myself don't follow the 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 the, the, the one that I prescribe. So um, patients won't believe me if I don't walk the talk. Okay, if they don't see it in me, and um, of course, me as a doctor. I mean, patients look up to us doctors. Uh, actually. Not, not really, no. I mean, patients come to us to seek for advice. And whatever we say, patients follow. So it's very important that we not only to, uh, give them the correct information, but we also uh, follow what we say <laughs> personally. So that is uh, basically the main reason why I follow it, why I try to, you know, um, uh, um, follow what I prescribe uh, uh much as possible but of course not everyone is uh you know is able to follow it follow it i mean i'm not 100 percent as well uh, i mean i uh, i have a lot of consultations so in terms of physical activity there's really so few there's really so few so um i think it's one way well it's a goal for me you know so somewhere in the future i have to uh, find time to exercise as well because of course prolonged sitting uh, will be very detrimental to my health as well okay so uh yeah there you go so when i'm not uh, you know uh perfect as well there are some aspects in my lifestyle where you know i'm inadequate there are some aspects where i you know i think i'm more than satisfactory but uh yeah <laughs> that's how i do it <laughs> I, I I really like that you said that because obviously there's um, no perfect type of wellness uh, routine, right? I mean, we're all human sometimes. That's the reason why I said earlier that sometimes, you know, in our journey to, towards uh, holistic health, there will be times that, you know, it's non-linear basically. And what 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 is important is that how, what are the ways that people are doing 
in their health journey to improve, to be better than their previous like month version or previous year's version, right? Regardless if there will be times that maybe they're stressed out and they would grab something that's less healthier, right? I don't think that will be a problem at all if you would do it like once a month or or let's, let, let's say, for example, you forgot to exercise for a certain day, right? So, I mean, you were totally on the same page on that. That's actually the reason why sometimes I'd say, oh, you know, there are times that I'm doing 80, 20, 80% of the time I eat super healthy, but 20% of the time I really indulge in a lot of sweet yeah. things. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You, got, you got to live as well. <laughs> of course, of course. And I actually love that you said earlier that, um, you know, we have to be proactive, not reactive i really like that um you also said about you know in terms of managing um or preventing rather preventing burnout because that's i think with your line of work and for everyone else too right we, we live in times where in our exposure or our tendency to have burnout is higher compared to pre-pandemic so that's actually the reason why dr jensen and i have crafted um you know virtual um webinars we're in, we will be able to walk through people in terms of how they can actually manage that and prevent that in the first place. So we're so thrilled to be talking more about that to our clients. And I think, you know, just before we wrap everything up for today, for our dear listeners, you know, we know, uh, Dr. Jensen said this a uh, earlier as well, that there are a ton of Um, you know, contents out there that we see online where, where in, there are different types of ways to optimize your health, right? Sometimes it's so hard to know what is the best for you. Um, sometimes they would say, oh, you focus on BMI. Other people would say, oh, focus on body composition or people would talk about you need more muscles. Oh, you need to gain muscles. You know, it's so conflicting all the time. So I feel like it's really important that for you to find out what, what is whether what is or what are the best tools for you to really work with people who walk the talk and people who have not just been you know um, living it but also are passionately advocating for it and that is why we're so grateful to be helping more people soon and yeah and that is it for today dr jensen any other last words before we say goodbye to our listeners <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, yeah Uh, I think we've said everything that we can, but uh, okay, here's the thing. Uh, try to change one's lifestyle. Okay, um, it's easier said than done. I know peop- uh, a lot of people have been very successful, but um, most of them are really not. So um, we are here <laughs> to help you, you know, set goals. Uh, how do you try to work your way towards those goals? Uh, what are, how you can, you can overcome the barriers? So, So each of us have very different lifestyles. So we try to, um, as much as possible, tailor something, no, um, in order for you to be to be, you know, healthier um, as you are uh, now. Okay. So um, I guess um, that's it. So um, we'll help you get there. Okay. So um, yeah. Um, so we will see you in the webinars. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Dr. Jensen, and thank you so much for the listeners. Always remember that wellness is possible. Bye. Thank you for 
listening. Stay strong, stay healthy, and please share this episode to your loved ones and friends and check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. Remember, wellness is possible while messable.